everybody! Welcome to First Time Donor. My name is AJ, and I am your host, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Monica. Hello, thank you for tuning in. We're very excited to have two very, very cool guests, the amazing Nudge and Doug Drum Ultima, both uh, co-directors of VGM Together. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of people tuned in for that when it was happening. And hopefully you're excited to tune into this week's episode and hear all about how VGM Together came to be. Yeah. So, Doug and Nij, will you both let us know a little bit about your backgrounds and how you eventually got more involved in the Twitch space as a whole, and then eventually leading to your involvement in Zeldathon as well? Hello. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, Nij, do you want to go first or should I go first? I think you should go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, gosh, I guess I got involved in the Twitch space. Well, okay, before that, I'm, my background is I'm a musician, I'm a percussionist, and I've always played video game music my whole life. Um, uh, gaming and music were, like, always two things that, like, constantly intersected, and uh, I, uh, you know, I went through, like, nine years of music school, and now I, you know, I make a living freelancing as an orchestral percussionist, chamber percussionist, um, studio recording musician as well. And I do stuff on Twitch. So I got involved in Twitch um, probably around like 2017 or so. Uh, when um, I, I just, I, I think it was Twitch Plays Pokemon was the thing that alerted me to the fact that it existed at all. Same. I, Honestly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not an uncommon story. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, um, I saw like people were like streaming themselves playing games. I didn't really under understand it very much, but uh. I don't know. I got curious about it. And so one day I like booted up Final Fantasy VIII because I was working on it. I was like, I'm going to try doing this on Twitch and see what happens. And uh, I did it on and off here and there. Um, and then like one day I noticed that there were like musicians that were using Twitch as well. And I thought that was really neat. So I put like some microphones in front of my vibraphone and I, I you know, played like a quote unquote concert. And uh, that was really fun. I thought it was really cool. Then I uh, didn't do it again for like six months. Um, and then uh, after, you know, after kind of messing around for a couple of years, mostly just gaming on Twitch, uh, I decided that maybe I should try to play music on this platform and do it regularly. So I started playing Marimba every Monday. Um, Marimba Mondays. Let's yep. go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, uh, and now here in, uh, you know, 2021, it's playing Marimba on Twitch is a uh, pretty regular part of my life. Um, but yeah, so like I guess it was like doing all of this like sort of percussion playing online, whether it was on Twitch or YouTube or whatever, and being involved in video game music, which is what eventually led me to getting acquainted with um, Super MC Gamer and the Zeldathon team. <laughs> uh, was uh, maybe a, I guess like a couple of years ago now that um, I was uh, I think I was just hanging out either on MC's like Twitch channel or in the Zeldathon channel. I, I can't remember. I think it was just on MC's Twitch channel. Right. And I just was like, sort of like just talking and I didn't think he knew who I was, but he was like, oh, it's Drum Ultima. Oh, we got to get you at Zeldathon. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then um, eventually the, you know, the, uh, I was formally invited and I quickly obliged because I was such a big fan of the programming and, and about, and the mission and everything. And, uh, and I've been around ever since. Yay. Awesome. 
I love how many musicians kind of have that. Like specifically, Zaldivan musicians kind of have that story of like, <laughs> like it was kind of a joke like a, a while ago. Yeah. Of like, you want to get invited to Zaldivan, play an instrument. Um, but <laughs> it's, yeah, not, they, it's not inherently incorrect. They did do a huge push for music, and it's mm-hmm. just it's really popped off and that's i think what makes zeldathon unique from other vgm or other VGM, <laughs> i was gonna say other gaming marathons in general but you really don't see that huge uh music push at gdq or desert mm-hmm. bus or anywhere else which really does make zeldathon unique mm-hmm. and nudge i know you're one of the hugest vgm fans out there <laughs> i think it's my biggest talent um for me my background has nothing to do with music uh i'm a computer scientist and i just really enjoy music growing up gaming is really how my brother and i spent a lot of our time together and when we weren't gaming we were listening to the music and it was always a really big part of our lives and just how we spent our time and when we got older we realized oh hey there's there's conventions where people who like the same stuff we do come together and listen to this music. So <laughs> that's <go>. pretty cool. <laughs> and we would start to attend them. And I would learn about all these new musicians and artists. And when I would go home, I would, you know, try to learn more about like, where can I listen to their music more? Can I purchase their stuff? And one of those musicians was Doug. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw him perform and I went home and I was like, oh, let me see what he has. And I went to his website and it said something about streaming on Twitch. And I had never been on Twitch. I didn't know anything about Twitch. I couldn't understand like why people wanted to watch other people play games on Twitch. <laughs> 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 but I said, okay, I'll tune in. And I did. And I was like, oh, this is incredible. I don't have to just wait like once a year for these conventions. I can listen to live BGM like every week. And I started tuning in more regularly. And that's kind of how I got to know Doug just through his community there. And through him is how I found out about Zeldathon as well. Um, I think he was performing uh, at one of the events and I tuned in and it was such a great mission and I was really impressed by everything I saw. So when Doug recommended me like for the team, I was super excited about it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm really happy to be involved. And it's been amazing to have you involved too, because yeah. you're, you're who I think of when I think of mods for Doug's channel. <laughs> and then in turn, now you've helped so much for the mod team on Zeldathon as well just because modding is very important and it's a thing a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't think about especially especially when you're having a big stream or a big event on Twitch yeah so we want to we want to hop into a question here um given that we're kind of here to talk you know a lot about specifically VGM together um just from from your perspectives, tell us a little bit about for those at home who might not know exactly what VGM Together is or was. Um, tell us a little bit about you know what it is and maybe its history and especially what was so special about your most recent event. 
Ooh. All right. Well, it all started with Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the start. That was wild. It was the Winter Zelda Fun. Oh. And I think I just remember like hanging out in one of the Zelda Fun staff team discords. And Doug didn't say what, but he's like, I have an idea, like a kind of crazy <laughs> idea. And like, that was all that I heard of it. And then I'll let you <laughs> take it away. <laughs> all right. I guess I can, I guess I can start this off because, um, uh, the, the concept for it came out of, uh, another project that I was working on with, that uh, had very much the same mission, but was doing it in a different way. Um, so like, okay. Um, <laughs> There, in case anyone forgot, there's been a pandemic, right? You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, in like you know, late August, probably probably late August 2020. Um, I was uh, still living with um my friends and Disco Cactus, uh, which is my video game band, Disco Cactus collaborators, mm -hmm. um, Laura and Travia and Sam Bobinski. Um, and we just started kind of like brainstorming, like just sort of like I don't know. Laura had this idea, like what if like you know, because we're all like stuck at home. What if we made some like giant, like collaborative uh, video game music project that like everybody, you know, who would normally go to Magfest and play together, you know, since they can't mm. do that right now. What if we did something like that just to make everybody feel a little more connected? And, um, you know, it was one of those things where like at first we were, it was just kind of like, yeah, haha, that would be cool. Um, and then you would get like, oh, but what if we did this or what if we did that? Or what if we did this? And the next thing we knew it was like two in the morning and we were like build compiling a spreadsheet of like, you know, musicians that we knew and, and music that we liked and all of this stuff. And um uh that project ended up becoming the uh the video that we premiered at VGM together called Line Them Up, the Paper Mario concert, uh, which hmm. featured music from Paper Mario and the Origami King. Um, so that project had been going on for quite a while. We were, it was like a, a team of like 10 to 15 arrangers and like, you know, like the four or five video producers, um, one mixing engineer, Nabil Ansari took, uh, 45, like 40 minutes of music and, uh, mixed it all, which was incredible. Wow. Yeah, um, it was amazing for that entire video. Yeah, it, it was, it was wild. So we, um. We started putting together this um uh this video project um and it was that by itself was already a huge undertaking um and we had this uh big plan that we were going to find a uh some sort of way of like premiering it and releasing it in a place that was like a you know a, like some sort of channel that we thought would like really represent as many people in the our community as possible. I guess at this time, our community being like, you know, the video game music community, people who right. either performed, created, or celebrated video game music. And um, uh, so at first we were going to do it through MAGFest because MAGFest was planning a, uh, um, a virtual event that was going to happen during their normal um, uh their normal convention time um oh they were planning a virtual event okay they, I didn't, yeah I didn't they wanted know. they wanted to do one um and then a whole bunch of stuff happened and i mean mm -hmm. like you know it, it was a combination of a lot of things the difficulties of the pandemic notwithstanding um they weren't able to put it together they weren't able to make it happen and you know we had been in contact with um uh uh a magfest representative as we were planning everything and you know they told us like we're really sorry that this is happening but you're you guys might need to find another plan um 
And so that started to get me thinking, you know, and once again, like this is, you know, months after the original concept of our project and we were already very deep in the pro the process. We had a ton of people committed to it. Um, so that started, we started to think about like, how will we, you know, premiere this? And at first we were thinking like, oh, maybe we'll just like get one of our like, you know, Twitch streamer friends to do a listening party or something like that, or, you know, whatever. But there's, you know, I, I was thinking about the idea of, you know, MAGFest not happening and how like, you know, a lot of people were, were really disappointed that mm -hmm. there wasn't going to be an opportunity to get together during that time, you know, right. in, in any way, you know. Um, and I think like at that time as well, like I was, that was when I was really started starting to notice like the community, like, like really kind of like hurting, you know, for something, you know, yeah. um, cause like, I mean, we're a bunch of nerds. We all live online, but, <laughs> um, music you know, is a together thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like it's collaborative I, by nature. Yeah. And you know, there was, e even though we all live online, there was always at least like one or two opportunities where people could get together and. It wasn't happening. So that was when I, I started to think like, well, what if like, if we, if we couldn't use MAGFest's event, what if we created an event to do that, you know? And at, while like it started with the idea of finding a way to premiere this video that we had put together, it started to actually grow beyond that as I was thinking about it mm. into like, well, what if like we could create something that would fill that void that everyone's feeling right now. And like, what better way to experience like this type of collaborative project than in the environment that feels like we're all together, you know? Right. Um, Absolutely. And so this, this, I was thinking about this, like the end of December, um, beginning of January. And uh, it was around in the that midst time. of Zeldathon. Yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> and uh, it was around that time that I, uh maybe like uh, yeah i think it was the beginning of january i reached out to nudge and i was like can i talk to you about something and i i so i'd reached out to nudge i reached out to um josh pendleberry at bonus stage who was um putting to i was he he was like every month putting together like a like a virtual video game music concert you know oh, nice. so i was nice. like i can't think like that that was also like oh this is somebody who definitely knows how to do this you know <laughs> yeah i just i started thinking about all the people that i knew who i thought had like the skills and expertise to uh to do something like this and um and yeah so like i reached out to nudge and and told her what i was thinking and uh um uh and then uh we started working on it almost immediately <laughs> that first conversation was so confusing to me because <laughs> yeah. he was saying like oh everybody was so disappointed i was one of those people i was so disappointed that uh, that wasn't going to happen and yeah. i had been messaging doug about it and saying like i don't know why i keep thinking about it over and over because uh, there's nothing i can do about it anyways uh, <laughs> and then yeah doug comes back and goes actually i think you can and i'm like and then like we had that first conversation and i didn't really think i understood the scope of what he was thinking um I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I'll help you and your friends do something. I didn't understand it. But um, when we met for the first time, when we started talking about what it could be, it it really struck me as something that could be so important to everybody who was really, who were really like hurting and wanting for something that just wasn't there. Yeah. 
And you two absolutely nailed it because yeah, I had the fortune of uh, you two reaching out to me to help out a little bit for social media stuff. But what blew me away was that it was an online convention that truly did feel like a convention. And I'd never seen anything like that before. And that's really what struck me is like something new and completely different because Zeldathon is its own thing as just a marathon, but VGM together truly was an online convention. And mm -hmm. yeah, just something new and completely different. And like you two said, really, what a lot of the VGM community was looking for. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, and I, th I guess, like, a lot of that probably comes from the fact that Nudge and I were frequent con-goers, you know, and, um, yeah. and like, the, we, we, we really knew those environments, and we really liked those environments, and I'm not sure if we, like, necessarily endeavored, like, intentionally to make it, to try to make it feel the same, but I think just as a result of what we wanted, that's just kind of what happened, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think just the fact that you had the concert channel and then the panel channel <laughs> uh, <laughs> worked out so beautifully. And like, I was always modding in the panel channel or just always hanging out in the panel channel. And it was so fun. And just the stuff that I got to learn, just the amount of different people that you brought together for it was wild. And then I sent it to my sister, who's also a musician. She got a music degree in viola and then eventually hmm. did a music education degree, uh, a master's nice. in that. And she was popping off. She loved watching cool. uh, she loved watching Nudge's brother do the like just the beatboxing breakdown. She was doing that too. And like just <laughs> how great. he taught it to everyone was incredible. It was so <laughs> fun. And I think that's truly what struck me about the event too is you two had the power to bring so many people together for bgm together and you really did and yeah like it just truly did have a con feel even though it was all online and i got to meet so many new cool people because i'm not someone who had ever been to a magfest before even though i'm a vgm nerd too um <laughs> i don't do any recordings or anything but i'm a huge nerd and i play violin so i've always been popping off about that and someone who participates in music stuff at Zeldathon. So then just to connect with so many people was wild. And yeah, like Bruno said as well, who is also someone who is involved in behind the scenes stuff, <laughs> you really did have the tired feel after oh, that yeah. con. Which is yeah. truly, it was wild to me. I'm like, I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. There was some recovery time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when it was all done, like going upstairs, um, Sam, who was my roommate at the time, had gotten Laura and I a cake. <laughs> and I like I went upstairs, I cut myself a slice of cake and just sort of had this existential moment of like, what do I do now? Uh, like, slowly slicing into this cake. <laughs> it was and wild. Like I was glued to my computer for the entire weekend and it was such a great weekend. It was. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad. And something that another thing I really wanted to, to talk about here, because how this even happened still like kind of blows my mind. But a lot, if not all of this event also happened in VR chat, right? Mm, yeah. Yes. That was I, so cool. What just like 
tell me how that happened. Like that, I can imagine that was like a behind the scenes, <laughs> for yeah. lack of a better word, nightmare. <laughs> I, well, you know, it's funny. A lot of that actually was kind of set up ahead of time. It was definitely for me, at least, one of the big inspirations to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like if if there weren't so many things that I had, if if there weren't so many pieces of evidence that everybody was ready for like a con like a con of some sort or like everybody right. was ready to like do something like this like the, the vr space was actually one of the things that i saw ahead of time that made me think oh hmm. we should do something um yeah. and it was uh um this is before like okay so our two vr leads were texelsor and uh gp lord or justin and greg hmm. um and um i knew justin texelsor uh just from uh you know being on the internet yeah uh i think like i I ran into him a couple times at magfest because he has this incredible scyther cosplay where he like literally looks like he just walked out of pokemon snap <laughs> that's great um, yeah it's incredible and um and he, uh through that like he also does stuff in vr like a lot of like basic programming and modeling and stuff like that um and so like i i like am a vr nerd um i love hanging out in virtual reality and um i was like on vr chat one day and i saw that he was on and we were talking and he we started talking about like magfest and this like virtual uh magfest convention space that they uh a bunch of fans like started to put together they called it like the virtual at first was called the virtual gaylord because it was inspired by the gaylord uh, resort that MagFest is held at. I think they call it ah. now. They call it Virtual Harbor. Um, yeah, nice. But um, they uh, so he was like telling me all about it, and he was showing me all of this stuff that they had been making, and I was so impressed by it. And it was just like kind of bittersweet thing because I'm like going to like into like space after space of like what is really like very heavily nostalgic, like you know, giving me really really nostalgic MagFest vibes, and there was so much work done. And it was just sort of like, yeah, it's too bad. Like, you know, they MagFest canceled their event because we were going to do something here. And now, you know, we can't anymore. Uh-huh. Um, and I remember thinking, like, we can't just let this go. You know, <laughs> like, we can't we yeah. can't just, like, see all of this incredible work and say, no, it just, it's just done, you know? So, like, right. I think, uh, like, that was one of the things when I, when I talked to Nudge about uh what my idea was i think part of the part of the conception was yeah let's put it in virtual reality as well you know um and uh i think we we also have friends who were involved in the uh in the the production and presentation of other virtual reality events um Mm -hmm. and we definitely leaned on them heavily as well for you know their expertise and experience in in that realm as well Yeah, and we really wanted it to be kind of a cohesive experience in that you can go into this virtual convention center and walk into the concert hall and then the, you know, the music stream would be on up there. So you could watch the performances with your friends in VR or you could walk to the panels room and, you know, the panels channel was up in there and we have some really cool pictures of people trying to do the yoga poses <laughs> in VR. <laughs> so amazing. I think it worked out really well that way. Yeah, especially for the concerts. It was so fun. Just I, I'm not a VR person, but seeing just the clips of everyone hopping along together. Right. And then like seeing 
some of the musicians who performed at the event hop into VR as well, too. And just experience yeah. that was so cool and so wild. Yeah. yeah. And I think like also we just like it would it would be remiss not to say like once again, Justin and Greg, our VR team were such incredible collaborators and mm -hmm. incredibly passionate creators and went yeah. way over the top in order to make this special. So like right. Like hats off to them. They really did some incredible stuff. They did. They had the whole scavenger hunt people could do um during the event. It was it was a really good time. Mm -hmm. I'm just remorseful I didn't hype it up more and give it the hype that it deserves on uh -huh. the social medias because I didn't know what was going on. And then I when think... I looked at it after, I'm like, dang, this is yeah. wild. <laughs> I think a lot of people also weren't aware that you can also experience it without a VR headset. Um, yeah. And yeah. you can just be on desktop, which um, hopefully people know now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know now? <laughs> Definitely need to get myself a headset eventually, though. Just yeah, to enjoy that. Because I can't should. imagine how cool it would have been. <laughs> <laughs> so, in putting together VGM Together, you two pulled the event together so quickly. And I yeah. can't believe that. Because in the span of, I guess, you said late December, early January was when the idea of it first came to fruition. And then the event itself took place in March. So what was the process of everything coming together? Um, were there any uh, unexpected hurdles? <sighs> well, I was thinking about this question, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I would like to preface this with, if you have the opportunity to do something like this in more than two months, please do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me personally, nothing was everything was unexpected. I didn't know what to expect at all at any point in this process. Um, yeah. At one point, Doug had said to me like, oh, like, you know what you're doing. You did Swagfest, which is this like tiny little thing I did for my personal Discord. I'm like, that doesn't compare to this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. But honestly, some of my experiences there were helpful, but still, at every point, I was just making the best decision I could with Doug. And I don't think I knew what to expect or what was coming next. Um, I, it was just full speed ahead because that's all I could do. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think, I think like, um, we were fortunate that we had a pretty good uh, back and forth. I think, like, in general, like, between the two of us in our planning dynamic, I was pretty good with sort of big picture ideas, and then Nudge could take those big picture ideas and say, like, okay, well, if that's going to happen, you need to do this, this, and this, you know? Um, yeah. And, uh, and I think that was, like, a really important way that the whole experience operated, you know? But um, I will say um, some, some things that if, if I look back and I were to say, like, maybe not unexpected, but rather, like, were almost disasters or were disasters oh. um we could we could talk about how um as we were getting up to uh up to like go time like up to like the event itself there were so many things that were left to be done and everybody's working full speed ahead and one thing in particular was that we didn't have like a solid like social media plan yeah about like sure. what what to you know how to on on our platforms like what to post when to make sure like all of the acts were being represented and advertised and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Right. Um, and 
it was like it was like a miracle. The heavens opened up and Dak, <laughs> um, Dak, who was from uh, MAGFest, actually, um, came down. He was like, hey, everyone, I don't have any work right now. Can I help you guys with something? <laughs> and we were like, yes! <laughs> and, the timing was perfect. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was incredible. He just sat down and then suddenly, like, drafted out this big spreadsheet with every post we were going to make at what time and like nudge and i were just kind of like well we weren't standing there we were doing other things but we were just kind of like i can't believe that's happening right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think the only other thing is that we one thing that we wanted to do was uh or that i wanted to do and i think this might be an example of scope creep um where the further into a project you get the more ideas you have even if the you right. have too many ideas already. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one thing that I wanted to do was have music playing on the main channel overnight um, that would like highlight other people in the community who maybe weren't performing with us. Um, and I thought that'd be a nice way to just like include more folks, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, so I set up what I thought would work and I, I was going to have this like playlist running. There's like an OBS, you can have like this playlist um, uh, object that, I would just make that start going and it would play everything. But I discovered this weird bug with it where like if like a, a YouTube URL wasn't like embedded correctly or maybe if somebody like <laughs> submitted something but then took it down, which I think happened, um, oh. yeah, it would freeze, it would stop the playlist and it uh. wouldn't keep going. Oof. And I started like, I had to like, I discovered this basically, you know, at the event because before i had tested it a few times by like you know you know letting it go and letting it run and just kind of watching in the background i was like great this is working but i guess it had it just never like ended up playing that like one link that was broken or whatever you know uh so i (laughs) i remember like going to bed at like four in the morning or something oh um, and then it went down at five, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I wake up to a call from Nudge. It was like, it went down. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I felt so bad. You sounded right. so tired. Yeah, I was like, trying to figure out how do, I, how do I resolve this? How do I fix this? You know? And I don't think we ever got a graceful solution to it. But eventually something worked. <laughs> yep. It was like the, the jankiest thing. It was like, I had to like stream from my home computer and do this weird window capture in a way that wouldn't like get anything else on my computer and so that, <laughs> I, I don't know it was like this really really bizarre thing but eventually like we figured something out but i think like looking back that is something where like i think that was an example of scope creep of yeah. like that wasn't necessarily something that we had to do as much as i wanted to do it um and uh maybe there could have been an easier way to have the same level of like inclusivity that didn't involve uh <laughs> you know panicking at like you know 6 a.m or whatever <laughs> uh. all in all we were only down for a few hours and although it definitely was a huge added stressor i think it was also really exciting for a lot of the community members and a lot of people stayed up to watch their video play mm. at like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. You know, <laughs> That's right, yeah. to be That's on awesome. like the big screen, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think like if I'm recalling the event correctly, when it went down, 
was right during the time change because it happened oh, yeah. on oh, daylight savings. Just insane. Yeah, you guys I forgot about planned, this. You planned an event over the daylight savings weekend and it still came together seamlessly, which is like the most crazy thing. I've, like airlines can't even pull that off. Right, right, right. Yeah, the way I discovered that was really something in that oh, yeah. I was trying to figure out scheduling. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll just make blocks on my Google Calendar and like drag them around on my Google Calendar to try and figure out when to do stuff. So I went forward in time in my calendar, went to that weekend, and I was like, wait, does it say daylight saving? That's how you know it's going to be the perfect weekend that no other events are happening. True. <laughs> yep, yep. You guys kind of nailed it for that. It, it was an unexpected hurdle, even though it was in everyone's calendar. Right. <laughs> for like centuries ahead of time <laughs> the thing that's wild to me about daylight savings is i'm canadian and i know it's the same for the u.s but there's just certain areas that don't participate in daylight right. savings too so I'm like, wait what yeah no it's an extra thing so i know saskatchewan yeah. in canada does not ever do daylight savings and then there's really? certain parts of british columbia that don't partake and huh. I know there's certain states as well. I don't know yeah, any of them. Arizona right. doesn't. Ari yeah, Arizona does not do daylight savings. Interesting. So suddenly there's two different time zones and like more things to plan. And I remember because I was helping out for social media, just making the social media tweets. I'm like, hey, if you didn't know, daylight <laughs> savings is indeed happening, but this event is too. So just be aware. So yeah. <laughs> It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to decide not to. I think I'm going to decide not to not to honor daylight savings time anymore. I think uh, I'll just <laughs> yeah. have to let everyone know. You know, like when you're scheduling with me, uh, please respect my my sovereignty there. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> Simply create your own time zone. Yeah, understandable. Eastern Dog Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so aside from. Like the hurdle of daylight savings. Uh, was there anything else that stood out to you or taught you anything for future events, either in person or digital? I, mean, I think a million things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, thing, the thing is, like, there were, I, I think we learned a lot about what we would do differently next time, mm. you know, but I, I can't think of like any one particular thing about this event um that was like oh yes this was the thing that like we really that really like left a mark i think like i mean we were winging it so whatever happened was going to happen and that's like you know the, for whatever happens next like that's what we learned from you know yeah um, right we were very forgiving to ourselves during the process because we had to be you know yeah yeah i just took notes the whole time for myself like, you know, it would be a little bit smoother next time if you did this or if you did yeah. that. But, um, yeah, all in all, it was just, like I said before, full steam ahead. Just, like, get everything done. Right. <laughs> what I can say about the event is I love that each day you would come on and just say hi to people. And I think that was really big in the spirit of the con is just seeing the people who are organizing it coming in and checking on everything and saying hi to people i really loved that 
you two did that. And it was, I also loved popping off about seeing how Nej had a different necklace on each day. <laughs> I was so happy that you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think that was Doug's idea to have us kind of talk a little bit. And I think it was, it was great. It was yeah. kind of a time to step back from whatever we're working on and just talk to the community. Um, mm. I think Twitch is such a special place in that you can just do a performance or do a presentation, but have that back and forth with the community at the same time um, right. where you may not have that at an in-person con. Yeah. Even in concerts, you can't really do that. Just the amount that oh. you're able to interact with people while you're doing a live stream. And like I hung out in, I, I remember throughout the event that entire weekend, I had two windows up. I had one up for the concerts that were happening and then one for the panels as well, just because I was tweeting about the panels, but then I would also want to pop off and hype up the concerts and it was so fun just to see everyone dropping emotes from those people or just emotes in general to help hype up the concerts. And yeah, it just, it's so different from concerts in person where you don't see that. Like you get scoffed at for clapping at the wrong time in right. a right, performance. Right. And it's such a different yeah. environment in VGM music. And then especially when you're watching live on Twitch. Yeah clap yeah, all you want so, you know, to, to to add to like you know the the times where like we would jump on and and talk and stuff like i think one thing that we also really wanted to do is make sure that you know even though that Nudj and i were you know, running vgm together we didn't want it to be about us we really wanted it to be about the community you know and i think like for us like the you know the two of us and like other you know other staff members and stuff like that who are involved in putting everything together to have people like come on and chat with everyone was our way of trying to you know show like you know we're not we're not like up in some like you know ivory tower somewhere we, actually we also just want to hang out too you right know? right mm. really imparted that that con feel i think with that mentality too you know because a lot of times people go to cons to do that like they want to they want to know that their favorite musician or streamer or whoever, you know, isn't in an ivory tower somewhere and that they can actually just go and interact with this person and like get an autograph and hang out and just see them in a public space, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that's really the thing about the VGM community too. And it speaks huge volumes too, that when you put together or when Laura was putting together, line them up you could even see composers get in on the action too which was mm -hmm. wild and so fun and so cool mm -hmm. yeah it was super special yeah and i think like you know the, the as as difficult as the pandemic has been for everyone i think um that was a big part of why we were able to get you know some of the uh the special names and faces that we saw involved in that project was because i think they recognized how important it was to reach out and connect during that time, you know? Yeah. And then especially the fact that, like we were saying as well, classical music concerts couldn't happen. And not even just classical music concerts. I mean, I'm a huge nerd. I've gone to video game music live. I've gone to uh, Symphony of the Goddesses and the Pokemon orchestras oh, as yeah. well. <laughs> and like I pop off at all those and then just 
seeing line them up and how long and how huge it was in scope really did feel like a mini concert. And then especially when you guys broadcast it live and we all did a watch along together, like that was a really special, cool thing. And it was so nice too, to hear about all the behind the scenes immediately after. Mm. Yeah. I think watching chat during the live premiere was my favorite thing. Oh, it was yeah. flying. It was so great. Yeah, it was really exciting. Um, and yeah, I, I loved, I think like one of the, it was really special to see the way people would react to seeing their friends or like artists that they recognized. And um, like you, I, you know, I'm, I'm like downstairs in uh, at my old place, you know, where uh at my station running you know running the stream and stuff like that <laughs> but like you know i've got I, I i think uh sam and laura were upstairs watching on the tv and like every once in a while you would hear us like kind of cheer like somebody you would hear somebody like yell upstairs or like you know <laughs> laughing upstairs or something like that you know it was really exciting to see the way everybody responded yeah it, it really really absolutely did bring everyone together just yeah. i think because VGM Together didn't even go in for front page. Like, the channel was so new. Mm-hmm. And right. still to see, I think it was, like, something around 700 or 800 people watching live together. And, you yeah. know, in that instance, it was just, the like, most of the VGM community watching the same thing together popping off about the same video. And that truly did feel like an event where everyone was together there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And like you said, for a first time event too, for something like that. Like not not first time for for you two. You you've both done plenty of stream related and charity related and all that sort of stuff, music related events, but like for a first for a first VGM together, you know? That mm-hmm. was yeah. that was extremely impressive. Like that's <laughs> you don't <laughs> usually <laughs> just don't see that from like a, a you know new twitch channel like never well, really know, streamed before it was impressive I, we I, we had a lot of uh we had a lot of good influence um yeah. and uh like i mean personally from like i was doing a lot of the tech side of things running the stream and like creating um creating the scenes and stuff like that right i learned a lot from zeldathon honestly mm-hmm. i learned a lot from watching how zeldathon works and the the tech setup behind that i mean and it was kind of funny because super mc gamer was on the uh on the tech team you know running the stream <laughs> every once in a while. it was the weirdest thing to go through like a training and to like have have mc in this call as i'm telling everyone how to do everything i was just kind of like <laughs> am i am i supposed to be doing this right now like... <laughs> so from a technical standpoint then the stream was was were both channels hosted from your old place no, so we ended up using a remote uh, a cloud computing service called Paperspace. Oh, okay. Which I learned about through Zeldathon, actually, because we almost did that Word. through Zeldathon at one point. Um, and uh, we had two cloud computers uh, that we were running, uh, that one, one for the music side, one for the panel side. Um, right. And the tech team could remote into those computers to run the stream, and we would just do it in shifts. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so that was how we were able to uh, um, work collaboratively as a team to make sure somebody was always, uh, ha- someone, somebody always had their eye on the on the streaming computer, you know, at any given moment, and whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think we relied a lot on expertise from streams like Zeldathon and also just like from our staff and things that they had experienced. I don't think we could have pulled it together without everyone's combined knowledge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because awesome. always the, like, the biggest issue I feel like you see in a lot of streams is audio. So then yeah. when you're running an event that's entirely remote and mostly live concerts. Right. Very just, audio dependent. Yeah, mm -hmm. it speaks volumes to how amazing the VGM Together tech was in terms of pulling everything together and making it so amazing to tune into. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, there are, you know, I, I guess if you were going to talk about unexpected hurdles again, like there are always going to be mm -hmm. things in a stream from the tech side of things. There were definitely mm -hmm. things that happened. Um, but um, we had, you know, I don't know. It could have been way worse. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. I think we also had a pretty robust uh, tech test process that you put into place, Doug. And I think that really helped everything. Nice. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, for me, like when putting together, you know, the tech flow, like it was, I, I you know, there was like the starting point of like, what do I think is going to be efficient and what do I think is going to be thorough, you know, but then there was mm -hmm. also like, and then when that inevitably screws up, what are the backup plans? What are my contingency right. plans? You know, how can I yeah. double check? How can I triple check? Um, and once again, like, it was really great to have like the, you know, the tech team and um, like a team of people who are able to like, you know, check on uh, people's connections and their audio and their video. Um, actually, Nick's Mad Science, who's in chat uh, graciously, uh, dedicated time to a couple of our panelists to help them learn how to set things up in OBS and, you know, um, you know, basically teach them how to stream so that they could, uh, they could have, uh, you know, a segment with us. And, um, mm -hmm. uh, it was, it was, it was definitely a group effort in order to make that happen. Right. It takes a village. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's so important. I mean, I feel like just because somebody hasn't had the experience of streaming before, I didn't want that to be a barrier in participating mm. in the event. With, there's a way for us yeah. to help them. Right. Absolutely. A hundred percent agreed. And I think that was the biggest thing, too, that I noticed just in terms of feedback from the community was so many people said, thank you for having a completely online con because yeah i am someone who for xyz reasons wasn't able to attend a magfest before but this truly did feel like i was attending a con with a bunch of other vgm nerds and it was amazing and the experience that i wanted to have all those times where i wasn't able to right i think that was the feedback that was most unexpected to me mm -hmm. i was expecting a lot of you know I was going to go to MAGFest and I was sad that I couldn't and yay, but I wasn't <laughs> expecting so many people to say like they just didn't have access to cons ever before, or right. it's just been something they've been wanting to do for so long, but they just didn't think they would ever have that opportunity. And that was feedback that was really meaningful to me. And I really didn't see it coming. Yeah. Agreed. This event taught me so much about accessibility just for yeah. whatever reasons for people and helping out and just getting people involved and actually making sure that they do feel like they are a part of a community was i think that's what was so unique and special about vgm together and that's what resonated so deeply within me and then yeah you you guys heard 
episode two of First Time Donor was just yeah. largely a love letter to VGM together. Just off. So sweet. Yeah, because that's when we were interviewing Rom Scout as well, who then right. he was um Rom Scout's a close person to me, and he was reaching out mm-hmm. and asking about putting together um a I guess a fundraiser for direct relief where he works at and he wanted to feature the VGM community. And I know him, MC, and Campy, who's also a Zeldathon director. Mm-hmm. were just kind of bumping their heads together and putting together a list of musicians that they knew. And I remember I was with Romscout at that time and he turned to me and he said, hey, do you know of any musicians who might be interested in getting on board for this? And like, don't reach out to me. I'm like, I will tell you the two experts you need to reach out to. Like, <laughs> just brings people together and then her and doug know everyone so you should reach out to those two (laughs) if you're looking to do anything and yeah Uh then again you two stepped up and direct relief sessions is really fun to watch for Mm -hmm. vgm i was popping off at all of those and then my wallet was hurting after (laughs) (laughs) oh that turned out really well it went so well yeah it was a lot of fun yeah that was the first direct relief sessions that happened as well and i mean i guess i don't know if he knew how well the vgm community does for rallying but yeah just vgm together seeing 800 people popping off you know everyone will tune in to support their friends again when they're doing live streams and it was super exciting to just see so many diverse musicians featured on the front page of twitch that was huge right yeah yeah so I suppose to wrap us up here, um, is there, you know, based on what you can tell us at this point in time, is there any plans to do another VGM together using this format? Would you be the more interested? everyone asks. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, <laughs> I got to put it out there. Well, I, you know, we, we haven't, you know, made any like, uh, we don't have any like formal announcements about anything. However, we are scheming. Yeah, <laughs> I love to hear it. And, um, and you know, I think suffice to say, we learned a lot doing the first event. Um, and we, uh, um, you know, and that the the the, the VGM together that happened was very much a response to you know the pandemic and stuff. But like, as we were just talking about, we learned a lot about like accessibility and stuff like that. And right. um, um, and you know, it's 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 stuff that we uh, it's knowledge that we gained that we don't want to waste. Right. So. Right. So we're scheming. We are indeed. The other thing in the scheming too is I remember like just being in the VGM together staff Discord. I think everyone said they're like, Hey, we know you haven't ever confirmed if you're having another event, but we're down to help out again. And I think you probably have a ton of Zeldathon folks as well. Oh yeah. Be down to help out. Mm. Just we'll to get the wheels that. turning. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll add that to the scheme. <laughs> Just eyes intensifying. <laughs> uh, okay, so to wrap this up as well, Nudge and Doug, please let us know where people can reach you. Let, t- tell us a bit about Geek Swag. Tell us a bit about your own <laughs> Twitch channels and what you two get up to. Yeah, please. 
sir. Uh, I am one of the streamers at Swag Fam, Swag underscore Fam. We're actually doing our own mini convention November 12th through 14th if you oh want gosh. to come by and watch. Yes. <laughs> it's Swag Fest 2. Um, our little convention is extremely silly. We definitely don't take ourselves seriously at all. So, if, oh, and there's Achieve Zen right there in the chat. He's <laughs> one of the four streamers. He's part of Geek Swag, um, our duo that performs there. And yeah, so stop by. It's a very silly time and hope to see you there. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I guess for me, um, you can always catch me playing every Monday on twitch.tv slash Dramaltima for Marimba Monday there. I take uh, video game music requests, do lots of improvising on percussion instruments and stuff. Um, and uh, I uh, have been hard at work with my band Disco Cactus. Um, it's a... Um, uh, sort of like genre bending ensemble, six core musicians that, and we collaborate with lots of other folks, and we do kind of like, um, like maybe like more like narrative arrangements of video game music. We are working on our first album. Um, hey, we, we successfully funded it on Kickstarter, uh, not that long ago, actually, um, maybe just a month or two ago, and uh, we will be recording in uh, November, and we are hoping to release, um. Uh, early next year and it's very exciting um so you can find us at at uh disco cact or disco cact dot us <laughs> um to find all of our stuff why not nice and then one more thing i'm also gonna oh. drop the vgm together discord because if you're yes, not please. already there it's a great place and you should join it and hang out and pop off about video game music whether you you're a musician or you're just a fan of video game music it's a very nice discord yeah and for yeah, those for those of our audio only listeners can that discord invite be found on your website bgm together it can and also on our twitter which is bgm together even better <laughs> yeah so thank you everyone for listening if you don't know it's never too late to become a first-time donor for any sort of charity <laughs> or anything you're watching it's show support in that way thank you so much to both nudge and doug for being our guests on this episode and now that we are talking about bgm as well video game music i do want to say a huge thank you to danny for writing oh, the yeah. music that's our intro and outro <laughs> so thank you danny music just yeah. a, a small Yay, snippet of some of the wonderful, wonderful things Danny has put together for the Zelathon channel. We are so lucky. <laughs> Shoutouts to Danny for being just a, a panelist as well on BGM Together. I was popping off. Yeah, happy belated yeah. birthday to Danny yeah, too. Oh my goodness. Danny episode. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thanks so much. This was really fun. Yay. Of course. Like and I said, we'll it was, yeah, we needed, we needed to have this from episode two. It was written <laughs> on the wall, we knew. <laughs>